Thank you for listening to Sit With Us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please email us at sitwithusonline at gmail.com. Search us online at SoundCloud, iTunes, and Acast. Search Sit With Us. Thank you for tuning in with us. And it's Kim, and I'm here in that thing, doing my thing, hey. on that thing, 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 thing. No, see, <laughs> fire. See, it's been a while since Kim has given us a little ditty, and wow. so today she sang a little tune. I was like, oh, okay, you finna hit us with the intro, and she don't come up here and say thing twenty times. I mean, y'all let y'all's favorite rappers do that. Y'all let them mumble through <laughs> whole songs. So at least you heard what I was saying. You want to be the best rapper, okay? Okay? That's the difference. Whatever. I gave y'all more than Onika been given, so (laughs) I don't want to hear nothing. Thang, thang, thang. Everybody going to be singing that. Yeah. Are are they? (laughs) Yeah. You you like a thang, thang, thang. (laughs) I do like a thang, thang. Uh, But welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Y'all, guess what? We are recording in the evening, and we're actually drinking. I'm I'm, I'm almost done with my beer. I have a a glass of wine. Uh Uh-huh. I had some green. Uh-huh. So y'all gonna get it today. So y'all about to get it really well, good. Well, I was gonna let y'all know that y'all might get some cussing. Because I'm trying to do better, but y'all gonna get some this week. Oh, you are? Mm-hmm. When did you make that decision? When I saw this video of that dude, Russian Kamala. Oh, that wait, that you weren't gonna cuss anymore? I didn't know that was a thing. Well, you know, through the years I've said that several times. Yeah. That I was going to, like, stop cussing. And then I was like, how that... Fuck is my favorite cuss word. I was like, I don't think I could ever give that one up. Mm-hmm. I'll try for the other ones, but I'm definitely not giving fuck up. But I have been trying to do better with, like, not, like, cursing just overall. Hey, everybody, tweet us your favorite curse word. I think I say shit a lot. That's a good one, too. That's a, because it's like a, oh, shit. It's nice and short, and you know what I mean? You can just get it out. It's curt. It's to the point. Mm-hmm. But I do, like, a good fuck you, or you got me fucked up. Because what else, different. how else can you say that? Oh, you've got me messed up. Effed up. Like, I've been trying to edit myself and stuff, but sometimes you just need that abrasive, harsh word because sometimes people don't get it. I'm not the Walmart version. I'm sorry. I'm a gift. <laughs> I don't know. God's not through with me. How long can we use that excuse? Oh, what, that he's not through with me? Yeah. <laughs> Till the end of days because he ain't never going to be done with me. But every day you should be trying Help to make an effort. It's so hard. I Do love, better, girl. I love the F word. I just, I don't know. I don't know, guys. So if, as you get older, do you ever think, like, maybe certain things you shouldn't do? <laughs> like, do you ever think about that? Like, maybe I should not do that. Maybe I shouldn't get drunk and pass out on a bar. I mean, I don't do that, though. But, you know. I was about to say, did that happen this week? Mm-hmm. I, was, I turned, like, oh, bitch. Because, listen, Kim has some stories for us today. Yes. And so I have been trying to, like, get them out of her. But we're going to wait till later in the show. Yeah, you. Time. But you guys stay tuned. And pour <laughs> you up a drink. Because. Yeah, drink with us today. I need you to drink with us. And then I really need y'all's opinions ASAP Rocky on what transpired this weekend. But you got to stay tuned. That's in the second half. Yeah. But it's worth the, the tunage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been hyping her up all weekend. I hope it is worth it. She did. Right. <laughs> and watch her be like, oh, bitch. <laughs> so I was angry. So there was. Wait. You didn't tell people to subscribe and all that. Go ahead. Hey guys, make sure that you are following <laughs> us on Instagram yes, at Sit With This Pod. 
And on Twitter, at Sit With Us Pod, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we the same across. And then also, um, subscribe. We're on every like podcast listening platform, almost. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. Google Play. Yes. Stitcher? Yes. We need to, we'll make sure. We'll, we'll make we, sure. We'll update y'all in the end. If you want us on something that we ain't on, you need to tell me so we can get on it. <laughs> we do need to get on Spotify, though. Yeah, because everybody's yeah. on that now. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready, ready. Okay, so Kamala was summer speaking, because, you know, she's a sitting senator, and she's also a presidential candidate, hopeful. Um, just in case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Black woman. So she's speaking on stage, and this white man, like, rushes the stage, walks, was able to make it across her, because she was on the opposite side of the stage from where he, he got on stage. Mm-hmm. Walked over, was able to successfully walk the stage over to her, snatch her mic, and start saying whatever the hell that he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I am, so, where is the protection for black women? This is, this is a sitting senator. Like, she is currently working in office and is a presidential candidate, 2019, a black woman. Where the fuck is her security team? I need every single last one of them fired. What the hell? You need to be standing in front of the stage, and you also need to be standing at the sides of the stage. Why was he able to get on stage Grab her mic. He was so close. He could. She could have been dead. Yeah. And that he. What if he had a knife and like slit her throat? Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm still like on the Game of Thrones high, so that's a little dramatic. But, but still, still, she could have been dead. Like he could have killed her. Yeah. And then the other black woman was the one acting security, trying to get him off of her. But I'm like, what the hell? It's, it's who dropped that ball? It's so crazy because okay, my first. Okay, so y'all know I just read a book, <laughs> Becoming. And so in that, yes. um, Michelle talks about when Barack got his security. Um, like, the, what were the people in black called? Secret Sp- Service? Secret Service. They, and she said that he got it earlier than any other candidate because there was the more threats. of a threat to his life. So, like, I guess where they're at in this in this, this presidential race, she doesn't qualify for that. So I don't know what type of security that is there for senators, but there absolutely oh, needs to be something. I didn't know that senators didn't get I depending don't on their level of um, visibility, I would think. I would absolutely think so. But even in addition to that, where was the event security? Right! Why did it take so long for somebody to jump up on that you stage? You have a presidential candidate in your building. A black woman at that in Trump's... <sighs> and here's the thing Where that the really black women? pisses me off, and I'm going to speak on it a little bit more, but it's the audacity of white men. And the fact that he thought, being a 24-year-old white man, that he could jump up there, interrupt what she had to say. Snatch to, her mic. Snatch her mic to change the conversation to some fucking animal executions. And I'm sorry, I love the animals too, but come on, sir, the disrespect... The disrespect. When we get slain in the streets to this day with no repercussions, and he's not even going to get charged. He's not going to get charged. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Tia, it just makes (laughs) me so sick, the fact that he wanted to insert himself like that into her spotlight. And I think a reporter, um, I think it was this white woman, she had tweeted that she had asked him afterwards, like, do you understand what you just did, like you just snatched a mic from a black woman, you're signing a black woman in 2019. Like, you, we're not doing that. Right. And he was like, well, I was, I was trying to be respectful. No, no you, you weren't. weren't. You were not being respectful to anybody on that stage. All you thought about was yourself. Your agenda. Your agenda. I, it's just. It really made me angry. I'm sorry. I was like, are you I'm kidding sick. me? I'm I don't sick. Even, I don't know if y'all remember that. I think it was in Nevada. 
where that um I think she was a, a senator as well, congresswoman, but she was shot in the face. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. And he he like just she she was doing like a speaking event or something at a Walmart or something, and she was out there greeting people. And he walked up to her and they shot her in the head. Like that shit happens. Like that, what? Yeah, and like to me, <coughs> I don't know. Especially as a black woman, there are so many times when I have felt unprotected mm-hmm. as, as like or been in situations where somebody might have talked to me crazy and no one rushed in to save me as I felt like they would have done for a white woman. Yeah. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Or I've seen the video of somebody pushing or abusing a black woman and no, he didn't like physically lay his hands on her. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, just, Quote, it's just but it's still the fact that. That was able to happen. That it was just like, able just, to happen, and that we are still so unseen. And her, even at her level, and you need to see that she was scared. Like, what are you? That's why she walked off the whole stage. Like, because like, I, because I don't know what this man's about to do. He Correct. might not want me to run as a black woman. Right. <laughs> like, my whole life was in da- in danger. That, I can't even. That isn't. I just. I don't know how she came back on the stage. Because I don't know. That might have just been it for me, and I might have just had to call it quits. Because. Clearly, y'all don't care about my life. Y'all didn't value me at all. I wonder what her husband said. Like, I wonder I just, how he felt. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just, that, that's just crazy to me. And I, I mean. <laughs> she needs her own security team moving forward. <clears throat> I just remember when Clinton, she was speaking somewhere. And she, I mean, she was a candidate too at the time. She was, because, uh, well, she, she was working in the government as well. But she was speaking and she was on stage and, and somebody like made a move for the stage or something. I just remember her detail like rushing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, but I guess she is an ex. She's first, first lady, lady, so she, she still has. Secret they get service. secret service for life. Okay. Yeah. So it's just it's just kind of a different situation. But I mean, it'll always be a different situation for us because who wants to save us? No, not us. Us. That's Thank it. Us. The other black woman on stage. Basically. And, and thankfully, I even saw the black man. He was the one who was actually finally tackle trying them. to tackle them and, try and help and push him off the stage. But yeah, so. And I didn't see no black eyes or none. That man, they should have roughed his ass up. Yeah, he looked just fine. Hair pulled back, tame. Man bun. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Um, jail reform. Oh, you cursed. Did I? You just said fuck out of here. I said. I told them that they was going to get the curse words. Oh, I thought you was going to try and do better. No. Not, not on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're only 10 minutes in. Like. Not on this episode. Not today. Okay, that's next week. Um, that's next week. <laughs> okay. Hold so, us accountable. <laughs> hold Kim accountable. Don't hold uh, me accountable. <laughs> Shit. I'm just joking. We have talked about jail reform before and how, like, you know, all these new laws are coming up with the drugs and how everybody's like, hey, I have a drug shop. Come buy some weed. Like, everybody literally... There's going to be a drug... A weed shop on every corner, just like churches. Mm-hmm. So... And, but everybody's like, oh, but what about the people in jail? So... Right. A lot of states... Some states, some cities have been, like, clearing everybody's um, nonviolent drug offenses. Mm-hmm. And Oklahoma just did it. Which was surprising. If you guys know us, and you know that we're both from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And I would have thought that would have been one of the last places. Especially the reddest state in the damn country. Exactly. Reddest state. And we have the highest mass incarceration rate in the nation. I didn't even know that. I did not know that shit either. Do you know how many like families are just going to be... This is going to impact so many because all these men are going to hit the streets. Right. 
And, like, they're going to be able to be there for their families. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, and records are supposed to be expunged. And so this is going to affect thousands and thousands of people who were wrongly arrested for using a recreational drug or yeah. selling a recreational drug. Smoking and selling, yeah. honestly. All of these men also, or and women and who else is coming up, they need to um, be set up with businesses because mm-hmm. they were the first entrepreneurs. And so I think they need their fair cut of the of the deal because they was ahead of the curve. There is, there is this uh, documentary on Netflix. I watched half of it yesterday. It's called Grass is Greener, I believe. I think this is the one. But it has like Snoop Dogg in it, <clears throat> making, and they're talking about where it came from. I think mm-hmm. this is it. I think green grass is greener. Um, but it kind of goes back and talks about the beginning of weed and all that. How like it was a big thing in jazz, mm-hmm. and like they were sh- highlighting like all the jazz grades, like Louis Armstrong and all this stuff, and how like the slang for weed back in the day was called jive and so all these jazz songs you go back and listen to them they all talk about weed and so it's so funny like i had no idea i didn't know it was a big thing in the jazz community back in the day but they were talking about how like that all started and and when they the country started doing the marijuana prohibition all that stuff so it was really good i haven't finished it but definitely go and check it out i should have put that in netflix yeah but it's called Grass is Greener. So definitely go and educate yourselves. It was a, it's a good, it was a good show. Yeah, and weed is good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> 10, 10 would highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, so there is that. Oh, so Dallas, we're getting a new mayor. The election is know? June 8th. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, so it's Eric Johnson is who I'm going to be voting for. That's the black man. Yes, because um, they we did a. This is a runoff basically because they had an election a couple weeks ago, but they were so close together. So he is a. He's part of the Texas House of Representatives. He represents District 100 in the cities of Dallas and Mesquite, and so he is going up against um, someone. Well, he looks young. Mm-hmm. You said he's going up against someone. <laughs> it's it's a white guy. Yeah. So there. But we're just. And we're sure that he's skinfolk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, or kinfolk? He's, I begin to confuse. Kinfolk is what we want. Kinfolk. Not all kin. No, no, no. All, not all skinfolk is kinfolk. Yeah, so, so we want the kin. Uh, we Okay. So. Uh, help us with the phrases, man. Lord. Lord of mercy. But yes, no. No, he's oh. good. So I am definitely going to. I need to. Oh, uh, what are you talking about? Voter intimidation. We need to read this one. I'm not going to read it right now, but we're going to read it and oh, update y'all. Try me. What? Oh. There was some drama going on between Johnson and Griggs. This is the person he's going to get talking about. Stealing the comp. They were saying that they were stealing the campaign signs Ooh. and trying to intimidate people at the polls. Oh. And he did hashtag try me. Oh. Yeah, he can, he can vote. All right. <laughs> pull up. Pull he up. He said run up. Hashtag pull up, run up, try me. Try me because I'm yeah. street. Hashtag I ain't the one. <laughs> Hashtag not today. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Hashtag try me. Okay, that's uh. cute. <laughs> get to the polls. That's what you yes. need. Yes. Okay. That's exciting. <laughs> that's yeah. I'm definitely gonna go. Yeah. But early voting is open here in in um, the metro. So please go vote for Eric Johnson. Um, I think the last day is officially the eighth. Cool. Yay. Yay, yay. Okay, Sorry. I'm going to talk about Megan Stallion. Okay. I love her. I love Megos. Big old freak. 
Something, something. Big old. Okay, I'm probably hey. the only girl who cannot rap the lyrics, but trust me, give me two more weeks. I love her. She's Because I've been kind of seeing her just because she's like underground and she was doing grinding, but I just seen it because she's a beautiful ass girl. And yeah, she was hell, was, yes. Man, Body is she coming days. to Dallas? She's so fine. She's from Houston. She right up the street. She's so fine. But mm-hmm. like, I, she is um, on Twitter. She was, they were talking about climate change and like how our earth is literally on fire. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, I don't know a lot. She's like, send me some tips. And so people were sending her tips or things to do that you can do. What are you laughing and smiling about? <laughs> well, I was just thinking about Bill Nye. Yes, he got he mad. Like, Our earth is on fucking fire. <laughs> and walked off stage. He was mad. Oh, motherfuckers. Now. He was um, mad, bro. But yeah, so there were people were sending her like tips and things that you could do to kind of like lower your footprint or whatever. And so she did a live video and she was talking about she's going to do like a, a hot girl bikini beach cleanup where all the hot girls come out and I was like that's how you use your platform so like you want to be educated and then what are you going to do with that education like that is so dope and I just love her I want her to win yeah I Um, I, I, I love her too you know what else Um, I watched a little clip that she did on her Instagram page and did you know her mom was a rapper mm -hmm. and I was like that is so fucking dope she lost her mom like a a month and a half ago yeah and she was um, she put the video up of them in the studio together and she was like no you need to hit it like this and I was like (laughs) alright mama oh I didn't know that so she was the one that they were talking about her like twerking or something on Instagram and they're like well damn you can't she be happy for one minute because she had just but then she kind of explained that too because she was like and that's what she talked about like she was like my mama was a rapper and she was a performer she was on tour with me like she wants me to live my dream Mm -hmm. and 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 people always like oh well she's she's happy she ain't been sad like y'all want me to see me sad and broke down like my mom wants me to live i'm making it i'm doing what she wants me to do like leave her alone let people do go through their grief process exactly and you don't know what she's doing at home when the cameras are off you have no idea. Right now, to be a musician in this day and age, you have to be active on social media. And so that means putting on a smile when you don't want to, putting on makeup and eyebrows when you don't want to, and putting on a show, and then turning off the phone and living your life. Um, and this is completely different from what this situation is, but Cardi B was talking about, or people were talking about how Cardi was saying, like, she was getting plastic surgery and how she, like, lost out on millions of dollars. Cause she, she took a break. Yeah. And, uh, and, but, and people, she was like, I, I'm grinding. I ain't got time to work out. And people were, like, bagging on her. And it's like, nigga, she trying to chase it right now. Like, she's right. not. And they're, like, comparing, like, Beyonce did this in a day. But Beyonce's Beyonce, my nigga. Like, she her. Like, Cardi trying to get there. And if y'all gonna sit around, y'all can get mad at me if you want to. And tell me that Beyonce ain't had nothing done. You a damn lie. You a because, damn lie. Because her belly button ain't looked the same since 1990. You a lie. <laughs> You a lie. You cannot tell me. There is not a celebrity. I'm not, not going to see her say she didn't work out and she got her body back after her baby. But I'm you're sure. not going to tell me that she wasn't ever touched. Kelly didn't have a breast imitation, everything. It had right. her nose done. She, be, I'm not going to go there with y'all. Yeah, she, everybody, she's, a, she's a, not a, perfect. A okay? licking Botox or something. Right. So everybody doing something. And because if you rich like that, who not going to get something yeah. done? Because he can. Not to say that you're going to walk out of like a... a Full plastic body, but bitch, if I want to snip here, tuck there, and it ain't gonna hurt my bank account, well, bitch. And I'm a, if I want a plastic body, I'm gonna get me a whole you ass right. plastic you body. You right about that? And they never gonna be able to swim again, but bitch, you gonna be finding that bikini. <laughs> I'm gonna be floating. <laughs> I'm gonna be floating for days. And, yes, and you will be mad. And guess what, your man's still gonna want. You gonna get. be at the, the, the beach cleanup, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bouncing around in this bikini, y'all gonna see me for days. All the time. Y'all will be sick of me. Because, <laughs> I mean, it is like, 
bikini weather here, but kind of back and forth because we're getting rain and shit. Right. Like, it was so nice. Yesterday, I almost thought today was going to be a pool day, but the yeah. rain got my ass. Yeah. <laughs> it was not. So, is there anything else you want to share on that? Um, no, I think that's it. Go, Meg. I'm I'm excited for you. Can't wait to see your journey. I saw that Kim Kardashian took on another case of this guy, um, that he's been in jail, I think, since, like, the 80s or some shit. Mm. And um, she, they did it to where now he's getting, like, DNA testing and stuff, finally, to see if he can get exonerated. But he's been in there for, like, 35 years, and, like, people have been trying to help a situation. And um, But her project or her thing is going in there to help out. So that's still going. That's still a thing, and I'm still here for it. Okay, we'll keep it up. Mm-hmm. Uh. Free all the black men. You Free can. all of them. I am here. So her whole family it. can get one. <laughs> Cause Chloe missing one. You see Lamar talking about how he want her back and he's sorry for cheating on her and telling her he want to kill her. They what? always wait. He said what? <laughs> wait, wait. You sorry for saying you wanted to take my life? He said that he told her that he wanted to kill her one day when he was like higher drunk or something. Whoa, buddy. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know you did. A, I just thought you were sleeping with all the strippers. You said murder me. It's, it's sniffing all the. <laughs> wait. <laughs> You wanted to murder me? Bro, you can say sorry all you want. Is he sober? Is that why he's kind of like talking about this stuff? Like, do you- <laughs> I heard he told a story to her, or he wrote a story in his book about how she caught him with oh, a stripper. Yeah, and she caught him with a stripper and she went in there and beat the girl up. And he said Chloe had hands and like knocked the girl she down. She got 50 sisters. She know how to fight. She got to, and she the biggest one out of all of them. She got to know. She got to know. She getting hands and touchdowns. Like, she. <laughs> She got it. And so, like, um, she, she, I guess he said that she texted him and was like, oh, I didn't know you would remember that story. And he was like, yeah, I remember because you beat that girl down. <laughs> but, like, how can you go back and laugh about that now? Oh, yeah, the time I beat up that stripper, you were fucking, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> me and Preston talk, laughed about me beating up that one girl on the dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can. Well, Tia done taught me something. Speaking of OJ Simpson, which we weren't technically speaking of, but have you seen a recent picture of this man? No. Is he out of jail? Yes, and girl looking attractive. He is! The juice got the juice back. The juice got the juice. Now, hold on. If I didn't know who he was. And what he had did. Because you know he killed him folks. But he didn't kill a black woman, so we might be safe. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all are problematic. He don't want you. He don't want you. But he was he was taking a picture with a black woman and he said oh, something something on her picture like ooh this is a whole lot of women or something they're all hugged up taking a picture and like I was like oh he looks like a an attractive older man ready. <laughs> he had the right angle skin was looking good like he didn't look stressed out he must have got his trophies and stuff back. Right. He got it all back. <laughs> he was looking handsome and glowing. I said, now who's that? He's, all he wanted in life was his shit back. <laughs> That's all he ever wanted was his shit. <laughs> <laughs> and people are trying to deny him his shit his whole life, bro. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say, ladies, be careful because he out here looking <laughs> handsome and you might get caught up. Don't get caught up. Don't go back. Don't get caught up. Everybody steer clear because he's out here on the loose looking good. What do you think? What <laughs> No, no slow chases. I ain't going on no slow rides with you, brother. I, I might. Would Don't you, smile at me. Would you think somebody who was accused of killing his ex-wife and boyfriend beheading them? Like, would you? Would you it's been a while, but still, nigga, well, you did it. if it doesn't fit, 
You must quit. <laughs> that man didn't do that. Yes, he did. Now nah, he robbed them people in Vegas, but he didn't do nothing. <laughs> he now. killed them people. That was the mob. <laughs> now, mob, don't you come around here with no mess. <laughs> don't y'all come around here with no mess, but I'm just saying, we know who did that. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back. When branding yourself in this social media world, the first thing a potential client sees is your profile pic. Don't let that first impression be with a selfie. Selfies are great for your personal profile, but leave branding yourself on your business page to me. Contact Patrick Crow Photography to discuss how we can create images that speak volumes about what your business offers through impactful images. Leave the selfies to your competition. You and your business deserve a portrait, not a selfie. Patrick Crow Photography, PC at pcrowphoto.com or on Instagram at pcrowphoto. All right, can we bet? We bet, bet, bet. We didn't even take no long break this time. Mm-hmm. We was ready to go. Because we, we've been over here cutting up for the last couple of hours. So right. it's time for you to go home after this. I just text Aaron like we almost done, baby. Because I've been over here legitimately for like three hours. Right, and ain't done nothing but cackle until this last couple of hours. We was like, well, I guess we should get started. Oh, a mess. Mm. So, mm. so yeah, go ahead and tell the story. So I'm ready for your story, y'all. Let me tell you. Let me. Uh, my, had an adventurous weekend. I had an adventurous weekend, and my stomach started bubbling up just when we went to break because it was like telling these stories are are somewhat triggering. For me, and y'all Ooh. might think I'm might be thinking I'm, I'm blowing this out of proportion, and so I definitely want to hear back from you guys. Um, let me start off with the most upsetting story, okay? Okay, and then we'll we'll, we'll tame we'll, we'll we'll go down. So, um, this weekend, no, I'm gonna start with the white men first. Okay. <laughs> so this weekend, uh, I was at the Starbucks um, Saturday morning trying to get some work done, and I just thought it was really strange. I go in the Starbucks. I'm the only person of color. I'm in Plano, ta- da- Dallas, west west side of Plano because I was on that side of town from minding my business. Don't y'all need a while. But anyways, I was the only person of color in there, and I was like, okay, whatever. I'm. Used it's to Starbucks. This. You should have walked right out. It's, it's fucking Starbucks. But I had to do some work. Yeah. So I, I sat down and I started doing some work, and I'm sitting in this kind of cubby area. So there's a chair next to me, and there's two chairs right across from me. And these two older white men walk in and they sit across from me, right? I have my headphones in because I'm listening to an audio book, but it's not turned up loud. Like, I can still hear conversation, everything going around me. Because you got to keep your head on a swivel. Right, right. You, know, you never know. Especially in a room full of white people. People go crazy. So, anyways, these men come and sit down in front of me and, you know, don't acknowledge me or anything. I don't care. I'm working. Are you at the same table? Yeah, we're basically, there's like a table right here. He's sitting here. And there's another dude like right across. Like we're all, the four of us are all right here. Like we're all, like how me and you are sitting. There's a chair right here, then another chair, then another chair. And they walked into the cubby and sat down across from me. So we're all eyeballing. So there's, and there's. That's the first problem. First problem is there's not a single acknowledgement. Because I, I looked up to at least, you know, greet, good morning, whatever. Nothing. I was like, okay, I'll go back to my thing. And then I hear them talking and I'm like, God just made me, I guess, a fly on the wall because I was invisible to them. So they just continued to have whatever conversation they were going to have and started talking about Donald Trump and was talking about how, 
oh, and you know, it's his fault for everything. Ha ha ha. You know, being sarcastic. And then talking about um, the Second Amendment gun laws and talking about the guy who just recently went in and shot everybody up and how he's making well, things. Which one? The Be- Virginia Beach or? <laughs> oh, the, I think like... they're the guy who had just retired, I guess. Okay. And, yeah. So they were talking about him and how, I mean, he is making it harder on us to, you know, support the NRA. But it's not, it's not their fault that all these shootings are, are happening. Because if a crazy person's going to get a gun, they're going to get a gun anyway. Are they? Are they, sir? And then they had the nerve to say, I mean, if I wanted to go down to, and I, forgive me, I can't forget what part of Dallas he said, but he mentioned a specific part of Dallas. I know I, anybody would sell me a gun, some gun and some blow. <laughs> Two old white men. So that's that's that conversation. And then um, is when they were talking about. And some blow. And some blow. And it's when they were talking about that and started talking about Trump, and they said something about somebody getting attacked um, on stage or something. And I, I didn't think it was the Kamala thing, but he was talking about someone getting attacked doing their thing, and he said, well, you know you know who did that, or you know who that was, or something like that. And they just made some slide type of comment that I was like, I looked up, and I looked, and I, I know they caught me looking, and then I could tell they were starting to shift in their seats a little bit, like, oh, now I can't say everything that because I want to say. Because you sure can't. Because I, I was like, I, I went ahead and perked up. And then um, <laughs> it was getting close to noon, because they were like, eh, it's about noon, let's go get a real drink. So then they got up and left. And I was like, God, thank you for removing these men. Because when they were talking about Second Amendment, the gun laws, I wanted to inter- interject so badly. I know you did. So it took everything in me not to say, yes, crazy people might be able to get guns anyway, but don't we want to do something to make it more difficult? For them to do so? Don't. Why do you think that regular day-to-day people need access to assault r- rifles and, and machine guns? and all? They don't need... You tell me where that was designed in the Second Amendment law. They were shooting pellet guns. Right. Muskets, nigga. Yes. Ain't <laughs> nobody have no automated nothing. So, anyways, that that was the first conversation. But that's not where it ends, Tia. Because then, I promise you, five minutes later, two other old white men came and took their place. Mm. Took their place. And first, the, the reason why I was like, well, maybe this will be different. Because the white, first white man came in and he said, and he had to be like almost 80. He's old. And he was like, hey, is anyone sitting here? And I was like, oh, no, go for it. And he was like, okay. And smiled. It seemed nice. And then his friend joined him. And that's the cantankerous one. <laughs> because, you know, old people, they, they cantankerous. So that's when they sitting here talking and debating back and forth about politics. I guess that's what old white men like to do on Saturday mornings, drink coffee and talk about <laughs> politics. So then they get to the fact of his, the oh, the cantankerous one, his son or somebody's living in some country in Europe. It could have been Denmark, somewhere, I don't know, some really white country. Because he goes on to say, yeah, and, you know, it's not really diverse over there, but that's not a bad thing. This is a real conversation. Sitting across from a black woman says it's not diverse over there, but that's not a bad thing. Talking about low crime over there, talking about um, their universal health care, but how that's not really even a good thing. I'm sure the hospitals aren't that good. Like, but his other friend is kind of challenging him. He was like, but Lee, isn't that a good thing, though, that they all have access to this? Or, oh, and so, like, he, I could tell the nicer one who actually did greet me was actually kind of, like, debating him a little bit on some things. But... Thankfully, I got the call and I had to go get up and go. And I was like, let me go ahead and leave this. But I was like, God, why did you sit these two different types of white men? Well, 
kind of really the same in front of me to hear these conversations about what they really think of us and having no filter even in front of me. And like if they just let those things slip in front of me, what else are you guys saying? What are y'all's grandpa saying? I know some of y'all white who listen to the show. I know. And that, that's the thing. And it's like, and that's what, like, we have those conversations. Like, you know, we can talk about all these issues, but the fact of the matter is, is that these white people out here who say they down for the cause aren't talking to their family members. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all need to talk to y'all's grandpas and uncles and aunties and mamas and grandmamas because they're the ones who are holding on to this shit in this country. And it's like, are you really doing the work? Yeah, listening to black podcasts and, you know, putting up the multicolored fists on your posts and shit like that is great. But are you really talking to the community that you're supposed to be talking to, which is the people who look like you? Exactly. And then I guess it was just, I don't know. It's just, it's just really, I don't know. It was just really disheartening. It was disheartening. It was frustrating. And then I'm just like, people are like, well, this generation just needs to die off and then everything will be okay. No, because they're teaching this. Mm -hmm. So it's it's their their grandkids who are listening to them having these conversations as to why this still carry on. Why we have white young frat men, you know, still doing blackface and everything else. You know, like this isn't something that goes away. And I guess one thing that really bothered me is for them to be so out of touch with the needs of everyday people. Like, for you just to just be so wrapped up in your own world and your own bubble, and if, if it's not hurting you, then why do I need, why should I care, or why should I want to fix it? And I'm like, and you're the same people who call yourself Christians? Right, yes, and be the be the main ones in the in the front pew, and not even thinking that this is wrong. Right, I'm just like, <clears throat> like, like, you're so privileged that you can't see how universal health care is good for people who cannot afford what you have. Right. Like, even if these hospitals are substandard, which they're not. Actually, they're not. Right. But but people, what about the people who never had, who never experienced a hospital, who's never experienced care and they need it? Like, regardless of what it is, they're still going to be able to get it. I was, um, I was reading this, I was on Twitter, and I was reading this in this, these, this, uh, there was a thread of this British person, and they were like, Y'all have to pay for ambulances? <laughs> like, they were, he was like, this person was like freaking out because he was like, so when there's an, an accident, like something that you didn't do, there's an accident, you call ambulance, like you have to pay for that shit? It doesn't make any sense. And people were like telling them like how much it costs. He was like 3000 5000 8000 He's like, this is like a fucking bidding auction. He was like, what the fuck? Like, why are you spend, having to spend $7,000 to get to a hospital? People dying in cars because they didn't want to call the ambulance. People are taking Uber and Lyft to the hospital. Because this shit is too expensive. Like, what? Does this make sense? Like, this, this, it does not make sense. Like, we should not have to be paying for these services. Like, we should not have to be paid for them. No, like, God, I, I just thought about it. I should have taken a whole Uber to a hospital when I passed out at that concert. Yeah. We showed the hell then. Because who's going to call? I ain't got $75 for no damn, um, yeah, baby. Girl, so, just, yeah, that was my the privilege. The, the privilege. The audacity to have this privilege to just be like, oh, fuck oh, the poor. Whatever, fuck the poor. And it's not that diverse, but oh, thank God. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I was just like, I was so put out. I was like, are you fucking kidding? In front of my black ass? And I had on, I had on headphones, but sir, they, there was the iPhone headphones. They were nothing supersonic. They wouldn't know AirPods. And <laughs> they were regular. We're sitting right next to each other. So, like, that's just the thing, too, I guess, where even with the Kamala story, where you just almost feel, like, invisible. Like, you don't, you just gonna say what you want to say. You don't even care. 
Okay, so it's just an afterthought, you yeah. know, and that's just how they all are. Yeah, and it's just if that just makes. But see, me that's sad. what makes tax the motherfuckers, okay? Yeah, tax them. They don't give a fuck anyway. They're not gonna miss it. <laughs> tax their asses. Tax them. I and listen. I need some universal health care. Hell, motherfucking yeah, bitch. Yeah. So that was my first run in. But then let's fast forward to Saturday evening. I go to a bar to meet my friend. I wasn't going to go at first because it started to rain and get cloudy, mm-hmm. but um, she was like literally right by my house. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll come over there and meet you. So, cause you know, I, I'm a, <laughs> I'm, 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 a, I'm a, but no, I'm a disappearer. That's my, my ass has been changing and I've been pulling me's on people. I've been like disappearing. So anyway, I went ahead and met her up there and then uh, we had some drinks and ended up going to another bar. Um, it's called The Hideaway here in Dallas. And it's a little kind of hole-in-the-wall. And it attracts a diverse crowd. Old, young, every ethnicity. But the music is usually like hip-hop. And they do like karaoke and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, we had gotten there um, kind of early. Because now I realize 10 o'clock is early to go out. Because mm-hmm. when we got there, we were like, ain't nobody, nobody here. <laughs> And I was like, well, shit, I just want to drink anyway. So I was like, I ain't, I ain't got to see nobody. So we get in. We, we're sitting at the bar. And I'll just be honest. I was looking fine. <laughs> yeah. I was looking fine. Boobies was sitting right. I had a cute little bob wig on. Like, I was looking I was looking good. And I could tell I was looking good because I was getting a lot of looks and attention. I was like, yeah, I'm feeling myself a bitch. Fine today. Yeah, you fine. are. Fine. And, like, Crystal was looking good. Like, she was getting attention, too. So... It was cool. So we're sitting at the bar, and this older gentleman comes up um, next to me and, like, asks, you know, anybody sitting here or whatever. I'm like, no, you can sit there or whatever. And then, like, I had smiled, and he was like, oh, your smile is absolutely gorgeous. Thank you, sir. Um, I ordered me a drink, <laughs> and he, he tells the woman, oh, I got that. Well, thank you, sir. Drinking it. I'm talking to her. She's talking to me. Um, then he t- proceeds to tap me on my shoulder and um, say, you have... An amazing smile. Okay, so you did the same thing that he just said. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sir. Thank you. You, you mentioned this. Well, now you bought this drink. Now you feel like you own me for the next what? Well, how long? Like, okay. So I'm, but I'm, I'm being pleasant. I'm obligated to talk to you. I'm like being this. pleasant. He orders some fajitas, and he's like, "You guys want some? You can have it." No, sir. I'm, I don't know you first of all, and I'm, I'm not hungry, but. Mm. So then I go back to talking and like my friend is talking to me and he keeps on trying to get my attention. And so finally she gets up and goes to the bathroom or something and he's like, Woo, she talks a lot. First of all, that's my friend. <laughs> and you what you're not gonna do. Just sir, just cause you're trying to get my I'm on a girls' night. <laughs> I'm not studying you. <laughs> like one or two. Um, but he makes he proceeds to say, Man, if I wasn't taken, I would pursue you. Okay, the audacity you didn't you didn't to, to think to assume that I won't you? to assume, and he's an older man because he was like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "I'm 36." I said, "I'm seasoned. I'm 36." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm too old for you. I'm too old." Okay. Yeah, I, you absolutely are. Plus, you ain't my type. So stay. T, I'm not even there yet. Once again, turn back to my girl. Start having a conversation. I feel the tap a tap again. Sir, this place is full, empty. You, there's karaoke going on. There's pool tables. You can actually occupy be, yourself. Occupy yourself. But he goes ahead and taps again, and this is where the nigga fucked up, because then he taps on my shoulder and has the nerve to say to me, "Can I ask you a question?" 
Sure. 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 What do you want to ask me? You are so gorgeous. Why are you wearing a wig? <laughs> he said, I just I just don't understand. He said, I'm sure he said, why? You're just so gorgeous. I mean, it's it looks you look good. It looks good, but it's just not my preference, is what he told me. Baby girl. And I give a fuck about your preference because why? Baby girl. Now, this is something you guys need to know about me in the midst of the story. I am non-confrontational for the most part. Yes. Yeah. And I, I hold my tongue so many times or I'll let things pass. But this was not a time for me to let nothing no. pass. Plus, I had been drinking. So I went ahead and let that man have it. You know who I felt like when I let him have it? Y'all ever that? watch the Cosby show when Felicia Rashad would go off on Elvin and, and, say, yes. and let him have it and say, anytime, anywhere, any place. I felt like Felicia Rashad. I must have turned to that man. I give you your full attention. I need, you need to see me face on. So I said, you know what? Let me tell you this. I said, first thing, when I got ready tonight, I said, and put my wig on and put my makeup and my eyebrows and everything on. I said, I had no desire or care to please a random man at the bar. So I said, your preference means nothing to me. Ooh. I said, I said, who are you? I said, I have a whole drawer full of wigs that I interchange daily like accessories. I said, I can do whatever I want to and I said you know what's really funny to me that you as a man would think that I'm doing this for you I said if anything I care more about what she thinks of me when I come out and making sure that I don't look crazy I didn't put on none of this for you and I said and second of all I don't know that I don't know what point I was on but right. I said and also I have a whole man at home who loves me and loves the way I look and his preferences are what matter to me not some stranger and I said and I said you know what else I said because I have a podcast and I said we often talk about men and you're uh, inserting yourselves into women's beauty standards and everything that we do. And I, said, yes, I, I, told, I told him about civil. And I said, what you need to know is when we pick out our clothes, when we pick out our hair, when we do everything, it is not necessarily for you or your attention. I said, what I do is for me. And he was like, no, 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 you're gorgeous. I said, I know. I said, I'm gorgeous. I need your validation. I said, sir, I knew I was gorgeous when I woke up this morning. I said, I'm gorgeous bald-headed. I said, I'm gorgeous with my fro. And I'm gorgeous when I put on a wig. I, baby girl Give him his right And it felt so good and so freeing And so I, then I just was like okay And then turned back and went to my And turned back and went to my drink And Crystal was like well what happened So I told her what he said She said no the hell he Papa didn't No he didn't right. So then the rest of the night he gonna tap me on the shoulder again And say I think I messed up I, sh I probably shouldn't have said that. I said, I said, I'm having a good night. I said, I didn't come out here to, to talk to you anyways. Right. So I said, I, I said, I'm having drinks. Stop tapping me. I've, I'm having a good night. So I said, you didn't ruin my night. And I said, I hope if you weren't. Right. I said, you didn't ruin my night at all. Have a good one. And that was that. But I was just so upset about men who constantly think that they have the right or privilege to tell a woman how she should look. And nigga, you don't know me. And you didn't, you never even had a chance. And didn't even know it. But, 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 but that lets me just like, y'all, y'all, I'm tired of men being oblivious to shit. And I, at the same time, I'm like, are you really oblivious or you still don't care about the signals that we give out to you? So I'm constantly turning away from you. Back, I'm back. And you're still trying to speak to me for why? Why can't you get it that I don't want to speak to you? And then you want to act like I should care what you think about me. 
And then still even, even T, even after I shut him down for the final time, I get up and walk to the bathroom and he's still reaching for me when I'm walking by. Brother, if you don't, if you don't keep you with, with, with the pop belly and a bite baseball cap on probably to cover your receiving ass hairline. Tell me about line, my wig. Are you motherfucker? And let me tell you this. If anybody ever has a question about me or any of my wigs, go to my Instagram page. I know how to lay a wig, honey. I come from go watch generations. Go watch the tutorial. Of wig wearers. And you cannot clock me, okay? And so for him to even say something, I'm like, sir. Cause your face be looking great. I know. And so I was like, sir, for you to even, I wish you could have even just seen my look. Cause it was like a nigga, please. And you know what else pissed me off as I thought about it more and more? I'm like, sir, you have no idea. Mm. If I might've had cancer, if I might've had been balding, alopecia. If alopecia, you have no idea why I put this on, but you felt the need to tell me your preference without even thinking about how that could have affected me or my self-esteem if I was that girl. Trash. If I was that girl. But since I know myself, and this is just what I do, like it didn't like it didn't hit me like that. But I'm just like the fact that you are talking to just other women like this, like you feel okay just talking to people like this, like why do men feel that privilege and right? And it just even made me think about the abortion laws and how men just want to control everything about a woman and can't even wipe your own ass. Correctly. Nigga, there is whole ass, grown ass niggas talking about they don't even wash their ass in between they crack because it's gay. Oh my God. If y'all don't get these crusty booty ass niggas, I just can't. And he was a crusty. And like, I was just so upset that on my way home that evening, I'm, I sent Tia a message. I said, nah, I'm drunk right 30, now. At 1.30, I listened to a voice memo at 1.30. I was like, oh, she must be mad now. I said, girl, I have got to tell you about what happened <laughs> to me. And then I had, the rest of the night was pretty good. But there was some other instances because, I guess because we were kind of younger and attractive in this area, there was just a lot of old sugar daddy ass type of men and like some people who were a little handsier and I guess I, I just was getting really frustrated. I was like, you don't even have the right to come in my space like that. Like, wait, wait, no, get your hand off, get your hand off. Hands off. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. I don't like to be touched by people I don't know. This man took a drink out of my drink. Ah! This older man. And he was like, oh, I thought it was water. I don't care what you thought it was. It wasn't yours. Buy me a new one, sucker. Yes. So that was that was that was my night and my my frustrations with men. I have been frustrated. Niggas ain't acting shit. Ain't right. The moon must be out of order. It's nigga grade. It's like I can't. I can't. Like I the, the whole um I guessed it on Talking Greasy uh, last week. So guys, shout out to Talking Greasy. Thank you for inviting me on to you guys' podcast. And we talked about healthcare. You know, as black. People. I didn't know you were on there with Cameron. Oh, you know him? I just did his LinkedIn and resume. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> it's such a small world. It's so funny. I'm so glad I was able to meet him. But um, he, yeah, so we were on and we were talking about healthcare and as black Americans, could we trust the healthcare field? We also talked about um, the abortion laws. Go go listen to that. We're talking greasy because your girl was on it. Okay. Because Darnell was trying to come for me, Darnell. Ah. And I had to put him in his place. Shout out to April. It was really great to meet um, Darnell's new co-host, April and Talking Greasy. So it was it was a dope time. Um, so definitely go listen. I heard you episode. killed it. I haven't listened yet, but it is on my list for this week. But um, I already I, I've debate. been DMing. I've been DMing about you and saying, "Oh, that's my best friend." And he was like, "She killed it." Cameron was talking. He's like, "She is so good." I'm like, "I know." 
Because listen, I you can listen. You can't come to me. You cannot step to me about black issues. You cannot come to me talking about women issues. You cannot do it because I got this. Mm-hmm. Don't do it every day. All um, day. that I just I don't even know. I'm sorry that happened. First so, of all, <laughs> yeah. I, but I'm so glad that you were able to educate them. Oh my gosh! And I bet does. you he won't say that shit to nobody. Else. I bet you he won't. And if he does, the next woman ain't gonna be so kind. She might just punch him in his goddamn right. eye. And it's something that he deserves. Absolutely. Break his hip. I don't care. Y'all talk to us. Has that ever happened to you? Has someone like inappropriately inserted their preferences on your life, and when you didn't even ask for that shit? Like I didn't ask. What's your preference one? Sir. Like you know, I didn't even ask you to buy me this like, drink. You did As that. women, we need to be doing that more often with men. Like, oh, you know what? I prefer men with a hairline. <laughs> you know what? I prefer a penis without a covering on it. Without the skin. I without prefer skin. A, a longer, girthier penis. <laughs> I prefer a man who's not so broke. <laughs> I prefer a man who can actually have sex well. <laughs> Like, like we got preferences too. I saw a man who washes his ass. Sir, I would have preferred you not to have on them granddaddy jeans. I hated the ways those fitted. But I didn't say nothing to you. I didn't say nothing about your off-white baseball cap that was supposed to be white white. But it was dirty. I didn't say nothing to you. I prefer a man who has short, clean nails. Oh my god. All of them short and clean. I don't want that long pink. I don't want what the fuck are you doing with a long pinky? Is it coke? Is it crack? What the fuck? Are you a pimp? I need to know. A pink nice like I need to know. Why? Ladies, tell us your preferences. If you if you are a man, if you are a nigga and you have a long pinky, please let us know why and what it's for. What? I need specifics because why? What are you using it for? Is that to to clean your your ear? Oh, I said clean his ear. Probably yeah, both. Y'all are nasty. And That's all I have to say about that. Nasty and fucking annoying. Go wash your penises. Yeah. Worry about yourself. <laughs> Worry about yourself. Shit. That's the title. Um. Okay, so deep breath. Deep breath in. Girl, pass deep me that bottle. Out. I need some more. Because our, cause we're going to talk about manifestations and trying to inspire y'all after <laughs> all of that. After all that, y'all got to keep your energy After high. all of that foolishness. Um. Sometimes you got to read a nigga, though, to get your energy back right. Yes. And let them know that you that bitch and you not going to be here for that shit. Well, because because uh, Kim and it's hot in here. Kim and I were talking about, because she would see how like, she's not confrontational. And sometimes you got to... You sometimes you gotta say some shit with your chest. Yeah. And so, ladies, and I know I was um, reading this how like I was actually one- watching Wanda Sykes' um, new Netflix stand up, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, Please it go is. watch it. Wanda Sykes, she looks amazing and she's funny as hell. But she was talking about how like women apologize like more than what we have. To, oh, like, absolutely. She don't be our fault. We still. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, excuse me. Oh. I'm, no, say shit with your chest, ladies. If it ain't your fault, stop saying sorry. I am. I know. Even I saw this thing going around Instagram about like proper email replies and not saying you're sorry for things. And I was like, ooh, good, because I need to change that because I am. And like, I am the girl who will walk past you in front of the grocery store and be like, oops, sorry. No, I'm just walking. No more. I ain't no gotta more. say sorry for walking. No more. It ends. Yeah. So I, I am the Stop girl. being meek and mild. No boo. Meek and mild is just for your man. Yeah. Out here in these streets, do you boo? Do you? Throws them elbows, bitch. Yes. Um. But it did. It did feel good to like stand up for myself and not 
hold anything back. And I'm like, I don't know if it was the, the, the vodka club sodas that like gave me the extra boost. But when I tell you, it was nothing for me to just roll over and be like, no, listen here. Take that with you. I, I just need that situation. I need it. Yeah, I need that energy. I need to keep that energy. And because it came from a good place. Yeah, because that, that was so passionate for me. Because I was just like, I, I'm sick of men. I'm sick of men telling us what we need to look like, how we need to feel, how we need to dress. Like, it just pisses and, me and, off. And making excuses for this abortion law. Like, making excuses for, like, it's not okay. Your personal situation is different from everybody else's. My personal situation is different from everybody else's. And I, and I was making the point... I'm talking greasy because they were saying how, like, it's effed up for women not to tell a man if she's going to have an abortion. And listen, I don't feel like a woman is obligated to tell anybody about what she's doing in her personal life and her medical history. No, I don't think so. In my personal life, if I were to have be pregnant with the child, if that nigga got a title, if we got a title, I think I would tell the father. I but would. if we ain't got a title, nigga... Who are you? Why do I need to share my health history, what I'm doing with my body? You are not getting a notification. Because here's And you have that right to keep your privacy. And I don't understand why. Why do you feel like just because you gave me the semen that you can now dictate what I do with said semen? And here's the thing. Uh, what? It might be different if we lived in a different world, in a different society where men were shit. But being that most men <laughs> ain't, ain't shit and ain't gonna take care of that baby no way. Anyway. You just wanna argue cause you cantankerous just like them white yes. men. Shut the fuck up, man. I heard somebody was like, well, what if I take custody and I pay the child? Why do you want to bring a child into the world where the mother did not want it? You don't take the baby to Applebee's every day, every year on Mother's Day and tell him how ain't shit his mama is? Come like, on. Like, why would you want that? Bro, and you're not going to do it. Yeah. And your mama going to be watching the baby. She don't want another baby. She too old. Your mama her. is old. She's done raising kids. Let, let her retire. She is done. Let y'all's mamas go to the bingo hall and give her life. Okay? Raise your kids. Y'all damn that as my son been gone for three weeks with grandma <laughs> but thank you for grandma but mind your business okay we ain't talking about us we saying do as we say not as we do <laughs> but yeah. yes you guys i have been childless um i feel like he's been taken <laughs> bitch you on vacation <laughs> um because the date keeps getting moved out and i miss my baby i miss him so much but um he will be gone all summer he's living his best life you don't care about us yeah, I turn the air on for y'all. I don't want to hear shit else. I, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm fan of myself like we in a church house. <laughs> it, it, I'm having flashbacks to the Kojic church. <laughs> shit done got real. I'm sorry, girl. It was cold when I came in the house. Because we, we, we were wet. We got rained on really, really bad. We ain't talked about sex in a while, so maybe next week we'll talk about sex. Yeah, we'll give y'all a sex episode again. Okay, so manifestation. Mm. So Kim is the queen of manifestations. I don't know. Maybe you want to go ahead and start out. Okay, guys. So let me tell y'all. I might sound like positive ass Polly sometimes on this damn show and in real life, but I'm not always so positive. And if I'm having a transparent <laughs> moment with you all, like the last couple of months in my business has been very challenging. Um, I lost a major client that kind of came out of nowhere. And it really kind of shook not only my finances, but it shook my confidence. Because I was like, well, shit, am I not good enough to be doing what I'm doing? Like Second guessing yourself. Second guessing myself. Should I even be doing this anymore? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy how one thing will almost 
throw you all the way. Bitch, I was looking at getting getting another job. Sometimes I still am. Like it was just it was just really devastating to me and I could tell that my my mindset was different. Like I was sleeping till almost 11, 12 o'clock. <laughs> I was like barely putting in forth any effort and sewing into my business cuz I was just kind of, I just kind of felt defeated. You're sad, yeah. I was sad and I was defeated and uh, during that time, I wasn't getting any leads, you know what I'm saying, from even the people that I was reaching out to, or people weren't following through or, or pushing off. And so it just it just kind of sucked. And the one thing I can say about um, my partner and the relationship I'm in with my boo is, like, he's really into, like, meditation and manifestation as well. So, like, even when I wasn't feeling it, he'd be like, babe, it's all going to it's gonna be okay. It's all going to work out, and you're going to be just fine. And I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. He's like, it's all going to be just fine. And I'm like, I don't know if he's bullshitting me or like being real, but I was like, okay. So let me tell you guys. I know I've told you all the story before about how I use manifestation to actually meet him mm-hmm. in the first place. But let me tell you guys about the last week or two for me. So I decided, I was like, okay, fuck it. I got to get my life together. Let me start <laughs> like going back to some of the old things that I was doing when I was making the type of money that I wanted to be making. And so I got up on time. I set my alarm and actually got the fuck out of bed. I started going to the gym again. I started writing down my goals and saying, in present tense, I am a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. I do have um, abundance and money just flows to me easily. Just all of these affirmations about instead and watch really watching what I'm saying out of my mouth. That's hard. That part. Oh my god, it's so hard. It's because it's so much. It's so easy to say I'm broke. I'm broke. And and like I had to change that. And even in in my wig video, y'all, that I put up because I was saying at first I ain't got it. Then I was like, no. I do have it. It just hasn't come here yet, but it's on its way to me. And, like, I know that sounds like boo-hoo, boo-hoo, boo crap to some people. But when you actually see it work in your life. So, okay, let me get to it. So, last week, like I said, I really put, put time into it. I started waking up, doing meditation, writing stuff again, scripting my life, saying, writing what my life is going to look like in present time, all of that good stuff. And when I tell you, like, over the last few days, how I'm already seeing stuff start to manifest and change in my life, I'm just like, God, you are that amazing. That mindset change, because, man. Because what I try to, what I what is, like, crazy to me is people talk about the law of attraction, mm-hmm. but it is an actual, like, it's an actual it's law. It's real. It's real. Like, if you put something out into the earth, into the energy, like, God is going to bring it back. And you can call it whatever you want. I the like God, to call it the God. universe, mother yeah. nature, whatever. Whatever. But it's, it's law that it has to come back to you. So, like I said, last week I started writing down even specific numbers of what I wanted to to acquire and what I wanted to manifest, um, things I wanted to happen like in my entertainment career because that's something that's big to me and that I've been half-assing. And so some of you guys that might not know, but I got signed to a modeling contract in March. And it is now June, and I hadn't really heard anything to the point where I was like, well, shit, maybe <laughs> maybe she didn't really want me. Maybe this isn't something I need mm-hmm. to do. But then there were also things that I hadn't been doing. And my boo set me down and said, um, you're not going hard enough and checked me. He said, you're not going hard enough and I'm tired of you not really putting everything into your dreams. He said, why haven't you taken an acting class? And I was like, well, this acting class I want to take is like 250 bucks. And he said, you said that, that like, that's a, like that's a lot of money. He was like, we can get 250 bucks for you to take this class. Right. And he was like, why haven't you printed your headshots? I was like, well, that's another hundred. He said, okay, so would you need three, you need 400 bucks? 
<laughs> that's what you need. That's what's holding you back. And when you say it out loud, out it's loud, like ridiculous. That. Like because how? Ask me how much I spent on food in May. Mm-hmm. How much? About six hundred dollars. So how are you eating saying out? eating out? Tia, it broke my heart. I said. I've been saying I'm broke, and I, it was almost $600 from eating out in the month of May. Oh so I'm like, you're gosh. saying you're broke? Bitch, you had an extra 600 bucks here. You had the 400 I had it. I had it, and I, I dwindled it away, and I didn't see it because it was like $10 here, $20 here, $30 here. That sermon was here. right on time. It's, it's me. And that sermon was everything. And so when he called me out on that, I was like, nigga, you're so right. So I said, okay, well, she wanted me to send some digital images. Can we do those today? He was like, yep, go get ready. I went, got dressed, we cleaned, moved some shit around the room. I oh, took that was a, when you were all black? Mm-hmm. It was fine. Took some pictures, sent those to her um, last Thursday evening, and I didn't hear back. Cause, well, no, she was saying she was um, out of the office. She's like, I'm out of the office, I'll, I'll hit you tomorrow. I didn't hear back from her or whatever, but I felt good about it because I was like, you know what, I took a step and did something that I know I was supposed to do. Today... Today, this is the very next week, y'all, a few days later, I get a text message from her, and my negative mind immediately first said, oh, she probably didn't like the pictures. I'm probably going to have to redo them. I'm not going to check the message. And then I was like, bitch, if you, if you don't check that message, you're fine. <laughs> Even if you do got to redo them, who cares? You like taking selfies anyway. Opened it up, and it was a, hey, I got you an audition for a TV commercial. Um, can you go? Yes, ma'am. I truly believe that had I not taken a step forward and at least done those pictures and sent those to her, I wouldn't have gotten that. Right. Because anything that you want in this world, you have to take a step forward so that the universe, God, sees that you are actually putting forth effort. And that you're ready for whatever you need. And they will, and it will cover the rest. You have to have the faith to jump so that he can catch you. Yes. It's scary, but it's, you can do it. It's scary AF. And that's the first thing I realized today, too, because I came to my room. Well, actually, I cried on the couch, and the kids gave me a hug. And I was like, and I was like, guys, you can do anything that you want to do, whatever you want to do. And I just want you guys to know that. But, like, I had a real moment where I was like, it's just, it's just like, God, I got nervous. I said, so I've seen myself on red carpets and I'm getting an Oscar. Is that really going to happen? Yes. And my stomach bubbled. Because it's scary. Bitch. And like almost to the point where, because it's, it's in Austin, Texas. So I'm going to have to drive to Austin to do this. And I was like, but you have to do the I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's far. Maybe I shouldn't do it. Maybe I should say yeah. I was. Because you your mind natural mind. mind wants to protect you. Mm-hmm. And because it wants to protect you, it'll. Of the unknown. Of the unknown, it'll bring up the fear and things like that. Like, mm, you should sit down. Oh, don't do that because you might embarrass yourself. When that's exactly what you got to do. So I, talk, I talk to me. I have, I want to share too because you guys know that I I, um, I I also run the Dope Like Pods page on Instagram and Facebook. If you're not following, go follow. Um, but that is my thing. Um, like I wake up and I, I need to change it. I need to wake up and think about the Lord first. <laughs> yes. But I do. I, I wake up and I go to sleep usually scrolling um, my Instagram feed because I'm trying to grow that. And so, like, in – so I moved down here to, like, grow sit with us and to mm-hmm. grow me and to grow just things, right? And so I had an argument with Aaron, actually. And we had a huge argument. And he was like, I moved down here for you, but you moved down here for your shit. Oof. And your shit's not popping because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Why? These niggas done called us out. 
Come on, Lord. And of course, y'all know me. Y'all, I, we got some regulars that has been listening for the past few years. Y'all know me. I was mad. We can <laughs> we can fight. Like what? Don't what tell you say me about what I'm not doing? I'm raising your son. And Shh, I'm busy. All this shit. Mm-hmm. All these excuses. And even though I reacted that way, he was right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, um, nigga, right. So that happened. Okay, so Kim had had wrote or edited this because I'm you know I'm trying to pitch myself and I'm trying to like grow to like pause and all this stuff. And when I originally she originally wrote that for me or edited my thing, I was at like twelve thousand uses for the hashtag Dope Black Pause, and that was like in what I would say March, mm-hmm. February, March. So after the argument that I had with Aaron, I was like, okay, well you're right. I'm gonna go hard. I'm gonna doing my engagements i'm going to make my post i'm going to do what i need to do on this page and just do whatever i need to do right mm-hmm. and a bitch start getting some goals met and so when i so my my with so as of now as of now june i my hashtag has been used over twenty thousand times i saw that bitch because i looked it up just the other day I looked it up. I was ready for the number. If you didn't have the number, I had the number. And I posted it on my story, like, a thank you. Because, like, to, so from February to now, of me just going hard and me just doing what I need to do, like, increase, like, I had increased, like, 8,000 uses. And, like, it's crazy. Celebrity interviewers been DMing her. Bitch, yes. And so, like, there's another, I'm going to do a new thing with Dope Black Paws. So if you're not following, just go and follow. Um, but it's going to be a new thing, some videos and some interviews and stuff like that. Because I'm really trying to grow. And so I, and this is the same kind of my manifestation. Because like, I w- I'd be thinking to myself, so this is my goal for impressions. And so if you're not into like the Instagram thing, impressions are just your reach, basically. Mm-hmm. The audience that you're reaching. And I was like, for this week, because you know, they've been increasing. Like, it's been crazy reach. And so I was like. Two weeks ago, I was like, so my goal this week, and I didn't tell nobody, I was like, my goal is 10,000 impressions this week. A bitch smashed it. Okay. So that was a manifestation and a, and a change in my mindset. Like, And I used to get really down because you know how Instagram is. Instagram is a B word, and sometimes you don't get the likes or whatever. That, you know what I mean? And yeah. you feel, and like Kim was saying, you feel discouraged. Like, I, I feel, but it was still, my account was still reaching certain accounts. So that's what matters, is that mm-hmm. you're still being seen. And so I just want to say that, too. For everybody, when you make posts or just whatever, and it's not getting the likes or it's not getting, people do just scroll by without yeah. liking it. So you're still being seen. So don't let that discourage you. Launch that podcast. Launch that blog. Launch that vid series. Whatever it is that you want to do, just do it. Just do it. It's not going to be the best. Like, I did my first live video on Dope Black Paws a couple weeks ago. That shit. I, I, I couldn't save it. Like, I didn't know what to do with it. Like, it just disappeared. Like, but keep going. Like, stay consistent. Like, mm-hmm. you'll learn. And it's just, like, don't let fear stop you. Because you don't know where it's going to take you. Like, seriously, just getting DMs from people who are, like, I, like, I, I, I watch you. And right. I, like, and you're DMing me. Like, you don't even know. Like, it's just, just keep pushing like it, i know that sometimes you get down you mm-hmm. don't feel like it's gonna go anywhere do this shit anyway because who cares do this shit anyway because you're just gonna get better 
for the next thing. Exactly. And, like, I, I didn't even tell you guys this part, but even last week, because there was a certain amount of money that I was like, I need to manifest this amount of money because it's the first of the month and right. everything else. And when I tell you the audition that, that came up, is for that exact same amount. I swear <laughs> to God. And I'm not about to tell y'all because I didn't know y'all business. But T, I'll tell you after the show. But it's the exact same oh, amount. Because God. And the thing was, let me tell you this. Like at first, I was like, I've got to sign a contract with a client for this much. And I was like, and I'm going to. But if I can let you guys in on a little secret, lean in. Um, I don't love social media management. <laughs> let me tell you what I love. I love coaching people. I love giving people strategy and telling them what to do because I'm a boss. I like I like that, but the actual implementation and like managing pages is not my favorite thing. Yeah. And so even the thought of like getting more clients and doing that has kind of been it's hard. Is that because I'm like, I want the clients, but I want the money, but I don't necessarily want to do I work. When you're stressed out, when you have like when I had a right, and I, I love what my bank account was looking like, but the actual stress of doing the work was hard. Was hard, and it that's was. why T was helping me with engagement and yep. everything else. And so, like, I think that that had even like limited me because there was a part of me who was like, I need this money, but I don't know if I want the money from doing what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I had made a shift in my mind, and I was like, Hey, I'm gonna start getting paid for my entertainment. I'm gonna get paid for speaking gigs. I'm gonna get paid for coaching and strategy mm -hmm. because those are the things that I. I actually enjoy do. doing and I want to be paid for being me right and so and I know that I'm in this world in this day and age I know that's completely possible right. and so then I had to switch my mindset you can do it that I can do it and I'm reading this book I'm well I've read two books Jen Sincero's um you're a badass and then the you're a badass at making money and that's the one I'm on right now can you share that one I need to read this book because Kim's been hyping this. I want to go to the library and see if they have it yes oh my gosh and I'm reading I'm listening to the audiobooks because first of all she is fucking funny as hell so to hear her read it and like the jokes she tells and then just her real life experiences of going from living in a it's garage to mm -hmm. now being a multi-millionaire and her just telling like when she tells her stories of like I mean I know I didn't really have nothing in my account but I was like fuck it I'm going to the bar and I'm going to find the cheapest happy hour that got Appetizers, five dollars. Who, who hands, Corona, <laughs> and then playing. Yeah, and but then her talking about having to change her mindset, and it wasn't until she started doing stuff that was outside of her comfort zone. It wasn't until she, she said she was driving this car where she said the window was all taped up. She said it was falling apart, and water was leaking in in the rain, and all that. She said she went to go test drive a new car. And she was like, it was between, she went to go test drive a Honda. She was like, okay, I could probably get this car. And then she's like, just for shits and giggle, I'm going to the Audi lot. And I'm going to test drive this. And she was like, oh, this is nice. amazing. And she said, this man was really selling to her. And she was like, if he only knew what my bank account was. She said, she went back and forth almost a month between the two vehicles. And she was like, you know, the Honda's reliable and whatever. But she was like, I just get this feeling when I'm in the Audi. And she said, she went and pulled the plug. And got the Audi, knowing that she could not afford it. Mm -hmm. She's like, I don't know how I'm going to make these monthly payments. But she said, when I had it, I knew that I had to make it. And then when I had to make it, I made it, it happen. And she said, she said, not only did she get it and pay it off probably in less time than she would have paid off the Honda. But she was like, she, her income started to double because she was actually putting in the work. Because she was like, put in the work. I am the, I am the type mm -hmm. of woman who drives an Audi. I'm the type of woman who yes. lives this lifestyle. And I've got to excel to me. You now. really do have you to like, raise. think of yourself. Because like Kim has taught me, and I'm trying to like 
because I'll think about stuff, but I won't write it down. And so I need to start writing it down to like make it physical, make it real. But it does work. Like, and the thing about it is you have to do the work. Mm Because like Kim and I, we've had that conversation about with Sip with this, like, you know, why aren't we further ahead than what we should be? Because we haven't done the work. We haven't. And so. Y'all know. Y'all listen every (laughs) other two weeks. Sit with this. We love sit with mm-hmm. this. Sit with this was like my baby. Kim is just my bestie. We've been on this ride and we love to do it. We absolutely love to do it. And so, but you know, we do have our separate things outside of it. So this is always going to be like a thing for us, an Hell outlet yeah. because we do love. But we do have other things that we're pursuing. So it's not that we don't think about y'all and care about y'all, but sometimes we are doing like other things. But we do want to encourage you to push, like push past it because Kim and I had this conversation about pushing past and mm-hmm. still going forward even when you don't feel like it when you're sick when you got a headache when you're tired do it anyway and that has helped us with sit with us too exactly because look uh, let's be honest it started to rain today and I was like hmm, I wonder if tea is coming rain sure was. rain like there's no reason to stop no show right. we ain't recording outside but, and, but that has been an excuse that we used in the past hell yeah and took a good so on that you <laughs> Right. So just push each other. So like yeah. if you have someone in your life, that's why we always say like it's important to be surrounded by like-minded people because they will push you past your comfort zone. Yeah. And if, and if I were to leave you with anything, it's about, oops, y'all my alarm done gone off, told me the kitchen is closed. Oh, because you, we, I got to go too because Aaron's like, uh, where are you at? <laughs> so we about to wrap it up. But the last thing I would like to say um, about this is what you said. You have to write it down. You have to write it down because writing it down gives your words power. Mm-hmm. And don't just write it down and forget about it. Write it down. Reread it. Get Use those things to pump you Get up. Get you a journal. Get you a vision board. Whatever's going to help you because like you I, have to, to see I have to trick myself. I have to say, okay, so I'm going to do this at this time instead of this. And you really have to do it. Like I ain't been able to watch my shows. And you know mm-hmm. I'll be watching shows. But I have been doing other things. So just, you just got to change small things and then you'll get there. It'll make a habit to do what you need to do. Exactly. So if anybody has questions on manifestation, if you ever, ever want us to talk about it more, you know this is my jam. I have no problem talking to you guys about it. Uh, but yeah, do the, do the shit, man. Do that shit. Change, it, change your mindset. You got this. You yes. were created to do something. Mm-hmm. So quit find wasting out, your time. Find out what the fuck it is and then do it. Because why not? Why not? Yeah, and you know what? You're being selfish by not doing it. Correct, because you're supposed to be giving a message to somebody. How many times have you watched a video or saw a post and you're like, what is that for? Who's that for? It wasn't for you. But guess who what? It was for someone else. Mm-hmm. And they received the message. So it doesn't matter who's going to see it. Just do the shit. That's the title. That's, that's it. That's <laughs> it. Do the shit. Do the shit. So please follow us on Sit With Us Pod on both Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, we are for sure on SoundCloud. Hell yeah. Apple Podcasts. Google Play. Go listen or go follow, share, listen, live tweet us, whatever you want to do. Absolutely. We love you guys as always for your support. And do me a solid. Leave us a review, please, so we can show up on, on uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, do that. Do that, do that. I'm done, girl. My voice tired. Bye. We'll see y'all next week.